Aloha! Welcome to the Haleo Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, discusses God's concern for each one of us. As individuals, we all experience things in unique ways. It is important to put on a mind of love when relating with each other. Colossians 3.12 So as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. One of the things that's in my heart is, Lord, touch us, speak to us. But not only with knowledge, not only information, but with your presence, with your love. We need a greater awareness of the Father's love for us. You know, a lot of times our even our drive to walk with God becomes a lot of our own efforts. I have to be dedicated. I have to be obedient. I have to discipline myself. And I, we, I think we proved that already. We, we did it. We have done it. Now I want to I wanna sit and, and receive also. That's why we come and we worship. Because we are giving back what we have received, but then we, we, we receive more. We, we, I want to be changed. Yeah. Amen. I just want to bless this, because we are in, in a time of a, a, a transition. There's a lot going on, right? But God is so good and so great that for every need, there is a provision. You know, and then if you think about this, we have the scriptures, and we have the word, and all we have to do is go to the word, because God and the Holy Spirit will find a way to communicate with us according to our needs, right? So think about this. Paul was in a prison in Rome. The year 60. Imagine Paul in a dark prison in Rome, cold, wet, dark, little candle. We read the Bible and we we read in our air conditioning and we go to church. You know, there's nobody, no lions, right? No persecution, no Roman army, but Paul was in a prison, worried about this little church. So he writes this letter to the Colossians, out of a heart of love, because he wanted them to be well. They had needs. They were facing problems. Does anybody relate to that? But the heart of the apostle 
the heart of God through the apostle was concerned for each one in Colos, Colossae, right? And look at this. Let me see. I had to go get my Haley's. Location and date of the epistle. Paul was in prison in Rome in the year 59, 61, 62, who knows? You know the calendar. He spent at least two years under house arrest. This is the life of the church. This is Paul the Apostle. He had written a previous letter with instructions about Mark. In the meantime, Epaphras, a member of the church in Colossus, had come to Rome with word that a dangerous heresy was making headway in the church. There was division. There were problems happening at that church. And Paul, almost blind, right? Because he was destroying his eyesight, writing letters to all the churches, concerned about each one, because each church had a different need. He did not write these letters just to say, hey, I love you. A lot of these letters are because they were facing problems. You know, when he's saying love one another, it's because they were not loving one another. He said, stop biting and devouring one another because they were fighting. Does it make sense? So it helps me a lot when I read the Bible. Then I go back and look, why did Paul do this? Why did Paul, in a prison, knowing that his time was coming? He writes here, I'm going to read to you. Is that Okay. It would be better for me to go. It would be better for me to die right now. But because of you, I'm writing this. And I'm going to keep writing. I'm going to keep repeating the same thing. Because you need it. There are needs in the church. But the heart of God, the love of God, He's like, I'm concerned for each one of you. I'm going to start with chapter 3, okay? I was going to start later. I'm going to start with verse 1. Is it okay to read the Bible? You know, actually, you know, Paul wrote to Timothy, do not neglect the reading of the Scriptures. And that's mostly what they did when they would come together in the early church. They would read the Scriptures. The Gentiles had no background knowledge of the Torah, of the Prophets. And then it was like, you need to keep teaching these things. And then later, they started reading the letters that Paul sent, and they would make copies and send to other churches so that everybody would receive the heart of the apostle. Therefore, if you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is. Seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on earth. So if he's writing this, it's because what? They were concerned about things that were happening right here. Set your mind on the things above, for you have died, 
And your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, is revealed, then you, you also will be revealed with him in glory. Therefore, consider the members of your earthly body as dead to immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, and greed, which amounts to idolatry. So if they were not having these problems, Paul would not be wasting his time. His last few days alive in prison to write about this. Right? For it is because of these things that the wrath of God will come upon the sons of disobedience. And in them you also once walked when you were living in them. But now you also put them all aside. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive speech from your mouth. Do not lie to one another. Right? If they were not lying, he would not be writing this. <laughs> Since you laid aside the old self with, with its evil practices and have put on a new self who is being renewed to a true knowledge according to the image of the one who created him. A renewal in which there is no distinction between Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave and free man, but Christ is all and in all. This is where I was going to start. So, as those who have been chosen of God, holy and beloved, put on a heart of compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving each other. Whoever has a complaint against anyone, just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Beyond all these things, put on love. With the context, does it make more sense now? It's like, guys, I know you guys have problems, You're, you have divisions going on, you have complaints against one another. But here's what you have to do. Just as the Lord forgave you, so also should you. Beyond all these things, put on love. How do you put on love? How do we put on love? I think that that's key for us. Like, Lord, I want you in this situation. I want to see everybody with your eyes. I want to be the expression of your love to one another. I want to be the expression of your forgiveness to one another. Where there's division, let's work things out. Let's talk. Let's love one another. You know, and, and I, I was, I am in, I am in repentance. These last three months, if I had a, a graph, are you thinking of where I'm going? <laughs> of my reactions and the quality of my spirit and the things that I thought and the things that I said. Like, 
oh, that person. Oh, that situation. Then I'm going, now I'm going like, okay, put on love. I think that I want to come to a place where we come in repentance. You know, like we talked about three months ago, right? The disciples were disillusioned. Christ was crucified. Their dreams were shattered. Each one went a different way. Some went back fishing. Some went on the way to Emmaus. Some dropped. Each one. I had all the reactions. I went to Emmaus, went fishing, hunting, did nothing. You know, then or I got into fights. But they all had to go back to the upper room with this put on love. How I, I'm giving you the example, you're going to do to one another. What did they do? They had to wash one another's feet. And this is what was happening there with the Colossians. Whatever heresies were coming up about Christ, who Christ was, how to you know, explain to the Gentiles what the Messiah is, and then the Messiah is, oh, so this is what, you know, come with these pagan ideas and all these different ways of understanding. Ephesians also was written at the same time. Ephesians focuses on the unity of the church. And Colossians emphasizes the deity and all-sufficiency of Christ as contrasted with the emptiness of mere human philosophy. Colossi is in where Turkey is now. So Paul, in one of his trips, stopped there and started this church, and then all these pagan Gentiles are coming with Greek philosophy and mixing up the teaching about Christ with philosophy. Beyond all these things, put on love, which is the perfect bond of unity. What is the purpose of the church? John 17, I pray that you be one as a father and I are one, that the world may believe. Why did God want a church? For the world to believe. But they're only going to believe because of the unity. So what happens? Division comes. Of course. And he's saying here, but you put on love. This is the perfect bond of unity. Let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, which, to which indeed you were called in one body. Be thankful. Let the word of Christ richly dwell within you. That's what we want, right? Let the word of Christ richly dwell within us with all wisdom and teaching and admonishing one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with thankfulness in our hearts to God. Whatever you do, Indeed, in word or deed, do all 
in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through him to God the Father. Is that a good word for us? Lord, I want to put on love. I want to put on this heart of compassion. I want to put on your heart. I want to put on God. God is love. Everything that he he does because of his love. You know, and then out of his love, Paul was there in prison. For me, it's better that I go. But it was out of his heart of love, out of his heart of love that he said, you know what, I'm going I'm to stay here, and I'm going to be writing and praying for you. Right? Ephesians, I pray that the eyes of your hearts be enlightened. He was constantly, like, holding on. I pray that, that the Christ be birthed in you. I'm going to go to Romans 8. Really quick. For all who are being led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Romans 8, 14. For you have not received the spirit of slavery, leading to fear again, but you have received the spirit of adoption, as sons by which we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies with our spirit. We are children of God. And if children, heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified with him. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time, he was not talking about imaginary suffering. Right? The sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that's to be revealed to us. For the anxious longing of the creation waits eagerly for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope that the creation itself also will be set free And I'm just going, verse 23. And not only this, but also we ourselves, having the first fruits of the Spirit, even we ourselves groan within ourselves. We all are witness that God is doing a deep work. You know, and he's using a lot of different circumstances. You know, but in all of this, I'm thankful. I'm thankful because he uses all things, right? Romans 8, right here somewhere. 28. And we know that God causes all things to work together for good. He's not behind all the things, but he, he has a plan behind everything. And he uses everything. What he is using that for? To teach us to put on love. 
to walk in unity, to forgive one another, to become the sons of God. What are the, the sons of God are going to do? They're going to reveal the nature of the Father. I bless this for us. Lord, verse 28, and we know that God causes all things to work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Did you know that there's a purpose? There was a purpose for God to send Christ to die on the cross. Could he have done it some other way? God knows. But there's a purpose that we go through whatever we go through. Could it be different? We wish. <laughs> right? But there's a purpose. There's a purpose in creating something in each one of us. And in, uh, on the other hand, is a testing. Right? It's a test. How are you reacting when you go through this? That's what my, my graph was about. Looking back now, how would I do in this test? How did I do? Did I fail? Did I pass? What did I learn? What am I learning? Am I promoting the bond of unity? What am I hearing? What am I giving my, my heart to? We are praying for these next few weeks. I mean, we are praying every day, every day, a lot. <laughs> you know, holding one on each one before the Lord. Say, Lord, each one, they belong to you. They belong to you. They belong to you. You speak to them. You bring clarity. You bring, and we're going to take steps. We are ready to take steps to do this. But I, I, above all, I want come with a brokenness, with a, a repentant heart. Repentance does not have to be a, a, a negative thing. Actually, it should be a, a lifestyle. Creating me a broken spirit, right? So we bless, we're asking, Lord, speak to each one of us. Give us a clarity. That the glory, John 17, 22, which you have given me, I have given to them, that they may be one just as we are one, I in them and you in me, that they may be perfected in unity, that, so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them, even as you have loved me. We have a purpose. We have a, a mission. God has a plan for us. And I, I think that, I love what, you know, I just read here, everyone comes 
with their gifts. Singing, prophesying, praying. And that to me is what I'm looking for, the excitement and the freedom for us to, okay, what, what is the purpose? What is the plan for this place here? What are the gifts that God has been giving to each one of us over the last eternity? Preparing us for this day. Preparing us to be revealing his heart and his compassion to one another and to this island. Next time you read the letters, the epistles of Paul, think about this. And why do we have all these epistles here? Because they are alive to us today, just as they were alive 2,000 years ago. And that's the beauty of the, the Word of God, because it, it never gets old. Each time you go back to it, it it's alive, and it speaks to you. But you, if you think about this, we are, we are God's people. And I bless that for us. Love you guys. Love you very much. And we, I loved what, you know, what said in the beginning. You know, we come to love one another. That's the most important thing. And we're going to do it. We're going to learn then to take the next step. Like Ephesians starts with. You know, you start with the unity of the spirit. But I want to get to the unity of the faith where we are able to communicate and talk and grow, and each one bring to the table what the, the Lord is speaking to them these last three months. 30 years, 60 years. I, I feel like, Lord, in all of this, I'm getting to know you in a new way, in a deeper way. I'm finding you. Outside of the box that I was in, <laughs> right? And God, like, like somebody said also this morning, if he burns down your house, it's because he wants to give you a new house, right? <laughs> and, and God is like, okay, I'm going to set you free. But it's like the, the, the baby bird, baby eagle, you almost have to be kicked out of that nest because it's too comfortable so you can start flying. You know, like the example of the, the, the waves. You know, don't try to hold on to that rock. Go. Swim away. Swim away because then there, there's a chance for you. And I bless that for us. The Lord is leading us and He's speaking to us. But we put on love. Amen? You guys want to stand up? Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.